That's the beauty of gaming by the internet. Nobody needs no pants. All right, we're going live. I think. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Todd, and we're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. We are a bit late, later getting going, so uh, we're just going to go around the horn. Uh, welcome back. This is episode 35. Be sure to check out our previous... Uh, my mic's a bit hot. Just one sec. Easy does it there, King Turbo. All right. Um, so, yeah, we are playing uh, Descent into Avernus slash our homebrew. And uh, we do uh, interactive audience participation. So please jump in on the Chitty Chat and uh, do that. Also, don't forget, if you like our stuff, you can check us on YouTube or uh, any of the podcast places. And if you like our stuff, please, you know, review and, and uh, spread the word. Because, you know, we're having fun here. We want you to have fun and other people too. take care and let's dive around. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing something. How, how about no, all? All right, let's do it. Um, so <laughs> we're all great. Let's go. <laughs> we're amaze balls. No, it's uh, we've been playing for a little while. I'm just trying to sort out all the things here. There we go. I, I know what was missing. I couldn't see Jay. Welcome back to the table, Jay. Uh, we're going to come around. Uh, we'll, we'll go this way around, starting with Darcy and uh, then Jay, then Bella, then Gordon, then Carl. And I'm Todd and Internet. Oh, Jay just ran for it. There he is. Um, and Internet, you're in a, in this too. So hit us up in the chat. All right, Darcy, who the heck are you? Hey, I'm Darcy. Find me at twitch.tv slash DarcyBestie or C-Y-B-I-T-S. I play Henrietta. He passed the fist. Howard on the Paylor. Playing the number me right now. Let's go. I feel like we should have a contest for like how who can say that the fastest, like five times or something. I think I, I think I do that joke. Have all of my characters, is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Uh, and uh, Henrietta is in hell and a bit of the odd person out. So we'll, we'll circle back. Coming up next. He's back. Well, he's been with us the whole time. But he's been back uh, away for a little while due to scheduling. The true big bad endgame of Dungeons and Dragons. But welcome back to the table, Jay. Tell us, who the heck are you? It's going to be having a little bit of connection problems here. But, uh, yeah, you're a little... I'll be playing with Daring and Dashing, Archibald Cunningham, as usual. Nice. The Duelist and, uh, Rogue. I'm going to need to catch up as to where we are. For sure, man. Your mic's cutting down a little bit, but we'll get you up to speed for sure. Okay. Nice. I have a new And then, uh, so we will bring you up to speed and the listeners and uh, viewers as well. Um, next up, Bella. How the heck hey. are you? I am pretty a-okay. Uh, hope everybody else is doing good. Uh, I am Bella, and I am playing Darmita, the Fallen Azamar. Uh, Gloomstalker. Absolutely. And uh, Fallen Azamar found herself down in hell. That that could be fun when your uh, chosen, uh, one of your chosen prey is uh, is fiend. So that comes in handy. It, it sure does. You're going to uh, be the... She's pretty useful. <laughs> having a little bit of fun down here. Yeah, absolutely. 
I don't know. I, yep, she'll be the belle of the ball down here. Oh, sorry. I had to. I'm making the cheesiest jokes these days. You are forewarned, all of you. All right, Gordon. What's up, hey, Gordon? Hey, Gordon, playing the very much non-pacifist sorcerer of shadow. Yeah, you started out as the youngest character, you know, impressionable. If Levi only knew how much you have grown. I think he'd be proud. Where is Levi? I would totally put him in this game at any point. I'd figure that out. So we wish him all the best. Uh, yeah. Levi is a, a player in GM who uh, actually one of the podcasts he uh, he was the GM for that. I might even have another one somewhere in there pre-recorded. I should get that so. up there. There's one that didn't get released. Yeah. Yeah. So I should put that out. I'm also re-releasing all the Shadowrun stuff that we did, and I want to get back to Shadowrun. In fact, I'm honestly thinking of doing like alternating weeks. I think that'd be a lot down. of fun. Uh, I don't know if he could do it during the week, but uh, I paid a visit down to your area tonight to see Nelly. Ah, uh, Nelly. I remember Nelly. Because he's been incommunicado. He hasn't had the setup so that he mm -hmm. could do online. Um, and another friend of ours, uh, Alex, actually built him a gaming computer over the last few months. So I delivered it to him tonight. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I told him about Shadowrun and that we might be doing some games on Saturdays, so he said he'd be interested. Well, he was awesome in the last one. He jumped right in, just rolled with it, and that was awesome. So uh, if you haven't heard, seen that, I think that was episode 16 or something, 16 or 17, one of those. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. All right. Skipping and jumping, so we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, well, we'll skip and jump with it. I just hope uh, I'll, if at, at some point, I'll figure out how to leave your icon up so it doesn't keep messing our cameras. All right, and around we go, all the way down, dialing in by remote. Car uh, well, I guess we're all remote, but he, I think he's the most remote, technically. <laughs> the most remote. <laughs> you are the most, you're the most ISO. Uh, and we've got Carl. He's remote. Hello, bonjour tout le monde. My name is Carl. I will be playing Valerie, who is a Arako Crush Shadow Monk. Nice. And uh, found her way to hell on a bounty mission or thereabouts. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, so that brings us mostly up to speed, but I am going to um, just give a quick recap before we dive in. Uh, you find yourselves in hell. You are currently pursuing the missing memories of one Hollyphant ally, Lulu, the old man, who's always been very confused, and now you know why. Took a trip through the through hell, um, and now, in an attempt to unlock the old man's memories, you have delved deeply into the realm of dreams. You've basically made a deal with a night hag and she is, uh, and she is, basically guiding you through your worst nightmares. Now, along the way, you're realizing it's not just memories; it's nightmares. So some of the details are twisted or just full-on weird, and you're not really sure what to expect next. Every doorway brings you somewhere else along this dreamscape hallway. Don't uh, linger in the corners too long, though because there are things in the nightmare realm that are difficult to explain. Now, I'm giving this recap mostly for Jay, so I'm not sure if you heard that. 
think he probably did. He's got the wireless earbuds. Yeah, right. <clears throat> um, so you are currently asleep, and I believe you, you've gone through Fenris's door and explored that. Uh, Fenris, I did want to give one quick little recap, one little piece of detail that was missed by the others. Not by you, as you clutch your hand. So we'll do that just as we get started in just a second. Uh, a remnant from your dream. Uh, we then went into Henrietta's past, but in a dreamscape past, where certain things that happened were a little different than you remember. And you ended up fighting and finding your way through the, the cataclysmic fall of El Terrell. And now you have you faced off against a demon egg, basically. A demon that had flung itself up onto El Terrell like a meteorite slammed down and cracked open and all these other nasty things came crawling out. You fought through and you found yourself almost irrationally in the way that dreams are. You find yourself standing in front of the sinews slick statue, say that four times fast, uh, of Henrietta's grandfather. Um, I think it was Lanik Pedersen, the person who, who, where she had found the helm of this, uh, of Peller's sight. But this in the dreamscape is twisted. This is a, a, a morphed, merged version of the helm, which appears to have both divine and demonic influences as you discovered when you wore it briefly and uh it was a cursed item which connects you to uh the celestial planes of pelor and alternatively and alternatingly to the demonic abyssal realm and directly to baphomet uh, an arch demon so it is a twisted piece of magic item, which you now, I believe Fenris currently has it in the dreamscape. Who knows what that means in the real world? Uh, you've also along the way unlocked certain abilities as you work your way through, basically added class features or background features. So be on the lookout for those. You find yourselves, um, uh, I believe if I remember correctly, uh, I didn't rewatch it. So I'm, some of the details, forgive me. You found your way um, to, uh, let's just say you find your way back at, at an archway leading out of Henrietta's dreams and back to that so central hallway. I don't like, I don't super care. We can move on. But the, the way I remember it is that we found this like version of the helmet, which was not where it was in my memory. Right. And as Henry had a, my goal was to relive the actual memory of me putting on this helmet. So I was trying to find, like, recreate that version. So we, like, see this scene where there's this, you know, sinew-soaked statue um, with the helmet that, that Benris goes up to and yeah. sort of interacts with That's in a way that... Um... <laughs> Sorry about that. Sure. Sinew soap um, statue. Yeah, so Fenris goes up to that and interacts with it using sort of the like, I guess, cerebral impression of the actual um, helmet that he holds in you know in real life. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of where we saw the whole like corrupted helmet thing. 
So like you said, in the, in the Planescape, he has this version of it. And in real life, he has the original version and who knows what that means. Um, and Henry L sort of looks down at this, this exchange and says something along the lines of like, that's all really good. I'm here to see the memory. Show it to the hag. So, sure. So you look over and the hag is- And I try and like warp the, the scape again, as I did previously, where I try and like, oh, this is my memory. I'm going to control it. I'm going to move us to that point the, where the, I walked up to the statue and picked it up in the, the cathedral sanctuary. Some, I uh, don't remember specifically. Uh, it was underneath the Grand Cemetery. And so right. uh, you, uh, you begin to will yourself forward. And as you do this- misty shape steps out of the shadows and you see the hag she's almost nine feet tall with these ex extra long limbs and her hair is dangling down at the twisted bent form of of mad maggie the night hag looking at you all and she's ah yes you seek the truth funny thing about dreams sometimes they're more true but fine and she kind of waves her hand and the whole background just shifts around you. You don't even take a step. It just goes. And you are now underneath the great um, cemetery, the grand cemetery, where you had fought your way down to to seek your grandfather's helm. And finally you stand before it and the the statue, the face, everything looks fairly normal, except the the face seems more almost piteous than you remember as the stone statue of your grandfather looks looks at you the hell are there like bodies here like the people i came with are they like all dead in this memory so as you're looking around um and actually all the other uh, people you had people with you npcs that mm -hmm. well you knew you had brought with you on this journey and um all of them just thump one by one just as it as yeah. it morphs in to this place you see their deaths just for an instant almost like an echo and uh tiny is the last to die um but uh you see him look up at you and be like we we certainly tried a uh, drops and it was actually the now now fashion that uh ate his disemboweled him and and then drops his body into the pool uh, before hiding for the party as you remember they got ambushed by it and you are staring up at this helm um, and it it's on the statue this one looks exactly as you remember it not twisted or corrupted in any way so I put my hand on the, the helmet and I say Maggie I remember what I promised you Perhaps you've forgotten, but this isn't for me, remember. This memory's for you. So pay attention, I guess. And I'll pick it up and I'll put it on. All right. A couple of things happen. At this instant, as soon as the helm goes on, the whole world goes dark. Yeah. Henrietta's blacked out everyone else you gasp and it's like a it's like an echo a repeat Ooh, we've got two j's hmm. oh boy, oh boy. that's fun the, for a second there are two archibalds and then none 
and then one. Oh, Zoom games. Uh, no, we can't hear you, Jay. Sorry. I'm assuming he said something. Anyway, everyone is standing in the hallway and just being like, <gasps> and you can see all of each other, except Henrietta is just, just kneeling there. The helmet, like on her head uh, in the dreamscape, in the hallway. And it's, it's weird because it actually looks like it's just her head is, she's got the helm on her head. And she's kneeling down and her head is kind of lolling forward. And she's just just awake and locked into position, kneeling. Uh, oh, sorry, not awake, uh, unconscious, but not moving, not aware. And you take a second to look at her and you see these little streams of blood, just a little trickles kind of seeping out from underneath the helm. It's a little different than when you saw her last. Last time you saw her with the helm on, it was stuck to her head and you had to cast to try and remove it but now she's chosen to put it back on and we'll see what that what comes of that is that helm different than what i'm holding you you look at it and it's it physically it resembles it almost identically but there's a slight difference in the coloration uh and a few of the iconography like the in one spot it's like um beautiful carved ivory kind of laurel laurelette kind of uh, etchings on the one that Henrietta wears. You look at yours and it's just these, it's a very, very similar pattern, but like almost like the curves of like a ram's horn in a few places, just instead. Very subtle differences, but there are subtle differences. Um, two things happen now. First of all, Gordon, rather Fenris, can you do a wisdom saving throw for me, please? Okay. Let's just double check my saving. Okay. Ooh, not good. I'm going to use a luck point because I haven't used one yet. It is a new day. Or it was. It isn't. Was yeah. even worse. Nine. <laughs> All right. So you're investigating this, and you're kind of standing fairly, you know, about three feet away from Henrietta, and you f you look at the inside, and you get this flash in your mind's eye of this face, this terrifying, twisted, fetched, boil-ridden, like awful animal-esque and yet still oddly human face peering out of the helm right in your eyes locks eyes with you and you you hear this voice in your head yes <laughs> and then it shocks you enough you drop the helm okay and it falls about four inches and then just goes across the room as though like as though it's yanked by a very strong pressure directly at Henrietta. It slams into her, but she doesn't move at all. It just goes and realigns itself over her head, almost superimposed. And you see the two helms line up 
and one half and the other just the slightly discolored the other half um, more vibrant and silver and brights and yellows and it just um, the helm has now merged and it is locked on Henrietta's head okay meanwhile Valerie Darmida Archibald you find yourself in this long hallway you can see everything that is going on and you just didn't get a chance to like it happened so fast just Fenris looked at the helmet this locked onto Henrietta's head the hallway is this dark almost marble style but almost like inverted marble like black marble with veins of white above you is this nighttime sky almost crystal clear with these stars that almost shift and move the stars are unfamiliar um, the walls extend up about 15 feet but it gets really hazy at the top where they almost go translucent and merge with the sky the floor although hard worked smooth stone uh, has this mi low-lying mist that just kind of rises up just slightly above ankle height um, not quite obscuring the floor but just this mist every 30 or so feet along the hallway on both sides you see an archway or a door the first door with Henrietta you remember seeing the prison it's still the prison door and you can you can see the two little gates that you left open on the uh, a little bit further down well, let me get my map <laughs> a little bit further down on the right you see Darmida you recognize the door a cabin door that your father once made the closest place you ever recall to being a longer-term home on the left Fenris that open archway uh, that you remember going and going through it's still there you can revisit if you want to and on the right of that and just in time welcome back to the Archibald there is a doorway if I, if I preach that one more time I'll, I'll stay out because I know it's kind of like Oh, okay. uh, it doesn't bother me right now. I'm just on the main. I'm just not doing the individual cam thing. It's not no sweat off my back. Archibald, the second door down on the right. You remember that door? Dark mahogany wood. You remember trying your hand at when when people were out. You remember trying your hand at picking this lock. The best liquor was kept there. All kinds of papers and interesting business that your father got up to, proving that he was a fucking hypocrite. In public life, he was very um, respected. In private life, well, you knew things. Oh, and he's gone. I wonder if that's Jay's for the night. I hope not. I hope he comes back. We'll just hang out until he comes back. Um, no, we're going to get going. Um, yeah, he actually dropped that time too. Boo, earns. Oh, internet, you giveth and you taketh away. I guess that's a bit, you know, melodramatic. <laughs> All right. Um, Valerie, third door on the left, you, you recognize instantly. It's a long way down, but you've seen it. Um, you... 
you came through it last time, but this time it is actually different. It was an entrance to that starscape that you fled some unknown massive creature. Now it is an entrance. You remember it. It's the silver and gold twisted spires of the eerie, the convocation, the grand hall of your peoples. There is more doors further down, but that's about as far as you guys can see right now. And with that, I'm going to just see if we can get Jay back. We're going to cut to intro and we'll be right back. I'm such a tease. All right. Seemed like a good time to cut to cut to an intro and I was hoping that we'd see Jay coming back in, but I think I think that might be it for the night. Yeah, well, well, we'll get him back in if we get the chance. Maybe we Hey, I got an idea. Archibald approaches the door. Tries the handle. It's locked. While everyone else is distracted pulling on Henrietta's helm trying to wake her up trying to help her archibald wanders down to this doorway stretches takes out his picks slips them out of one of his sleeves kneels down and with practiced ease opens the lock looks back at you opens the door steps through and closes it behind him with a click So the rest of you are currently in the hallway. What do you want to do while Henrietta is currently unresponsive? So if I understand this correctly, like Hen puts on the helmet and basically her memory ends and everyone gets shunted out, but she's still trapped in the helmet in this cave of dreams or whatever it's called. Well, you're the basic understanding. The basic is. Don't worry about what Henry is seeing. Everyone else, yeah. No, no, that's what everyone else is seeing. We might get to some detail with you. Just just making sure. But as you said, I just want to make sure I understand. Yeah. 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 Um, You get. Well, we'll we'll come back to that in just a sec. I just want to know what these guys are going to do with you. Making sure I understood it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, So I see what happens. I see Henrietta kneeling, unresponsive, and the helmet merged. Um, I kind of look at the others and shrug a bit. And I see that how um, Archibald kind of took off to his, his doorway. Um, I am going to, I guess I'm going to approach Henrietta and I'm going to try to just, decipher what's going on and see if I can remove the helmet without any harm, but do a bit of investigation on what's going on. Sure, go ahead and roll investigation. For some reason, that's not showing. Uh, 
It's all good. Well, Val- Valerie is still utterly confused with what's going on, but uh, you know, so far has been going going with the flow, but uh, <laughs> not not doing so well. Five, <laughs> so like a, you know, it, it it looks like it's merged to her head. It's not just stuck on. Like it's like the skin is now grafting to it. And you give it a little tug and her whole head kind of rocks to one side. I better turn down my fireplace for one second. Hold on, I don't want to start a fire. Okay. All right, sorry about that. No problem. Uh, Smokey the bear says. Smokey the oh. bear. Uh. All right, so um, so you try to get it off to no avail. It is it is on her head. It is really yeah. stuck now. Um, meanwhile, Jamita, Valerie. Yeah, <laughs> she's completely just miffed that, like, she doesn't understand what the hell's going on in the first place and what we're doing. And then to, like, now two of her party have just... Well, we I don't know... <laughs> You know where they really went um so she's gonna just be kind of like we we can't we can't separate like we can't do this uh, can i ask uh like what what is darmita's idea of like why we're doing what we're doing and what our goal is all she knows is she's trying to help lulu mm-hmm. that's she knows that the hag wants something from Lulu and she just wants to protect Lulu and she hasn't seen him yet. And that is unnerving. You did see him briefly when the hag came down at the end of Henrietta's dream. Very briefly. But then Uh, you were back in the hall now and just in the distance, uh, do a perception check for me, actually. Yeah, she's not too sure where this is leading yet <laughs> or if it's leading anywhere yeah I don't think of Dermot as someone who does something without like you know. it's only for Lulu yeah well I mean not, not, not someone who doesn't do something but like you know without a reason yeah or like trust like this is going to help them I guess I'll just do it right like she yeah so I, I sort of interpreted her as having a, a goal here um, more direct than just hope the 19. hag knows what she's doing. Oh, I don't think I don't trust the hag at all. Oh yeah, totally, exactly, yeah. Um, which 19. is one- all right. So, Darmida, as you're looking uh, uh, as you're looking around and and watching them kind of work with Henrietta and try to figure things out, you hear in the distance an ever so quiet like. <laughs> it was like a kind of a muffled trumpet call 
Had I maybe heard that sound before, right before I was whisked away from Benku? That's right. You remember that the Hollyphant sometimes does such a call. It's coming from the far end of the hallway, straight down the end. Lulu's this way. Do we go? We should go. We need to go help him. Um, whatever it takes to get the fuck out of here, see? Because <laughs> I, I am losing my fucking patience. I want to get my mark. I want to get the fuck out of here. Okay. All right. um, <laughs> You're not a willing party member. You're a thrown in. <laughs> One last thing. When I look at the helmet and to see how it's kind of snapped on, I just want to say, like, is it... Can I use my, my an arcana check to see if it's like a lock? Sure. Like, you, um, you can do an, uh, an arcana check. Uh, it, because it, I wasn't really able to investigate anything, but just with something new that I've learned, like a nine. It, I'm going to reuse a luck point. Another one. Why not? I know. I burning know. through them. All right. Burning through. Do this. <laughs> 15. All right. That's, that's enough to tell. You've, you've seen enough. I mean, you saw this particular item not coming off of her head, and it required a special remove type um, ritual. It appears that it is bonded to her head yet again, this time in a more slightly more vicious kind of way it's actually like scrunching into the flesh and bonding with the flesh causing a bit of a wound not doesn't look like it's killing her her breath is somewhat labored at times but not i mean you saw her last time her in her, her lips are just kind of muttering a little bit about um, not doing the quite the double speak voices thing this time, uh, but every once in a while responding to unheard questions and just kind of grunts a little bit and like, winces every now and again. Otherwise, she seems currently unharmed, and it is bonded to her. If you had to guess, arcana-wise, it's probably a cursed item, and it's probably bonded to her head. Would, would my role indicate that it's like a lock, like a magical lock, or is it a curse? Um, this appears more like a curse. Okay. Yeah. So something new that I learned really wouldn't help. Unfortunately, it's not going to... We Probably not. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome to try if you want to. But we knew that from before. Yeah, I was just wondering if it was different. Like, before it was like a curse. Maybe this was a lock and I learned something. Yeah. Um, well, she... There are plenty of doors you can unlock around here if you want. All the way down the hall. That's... Yeah, I think yeah, I I, I kind of give, give, um, I gave Henrietta one last look. I can't remove curse. I don't think my newfound spell will help her. So I kind of look at Bella. I say, okay, let's go. We'll 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 come back for her. We can't. You're gonna leave your friend. Like, don't you know her? Like, this is a dream right now. Physically, okay, we're actually not here. Right. But um, okay, listen. It's up, it's up to you, and I mean, Henrietta's big as well, so I don't know if you'd be able to carry her. Well, I was gonna see if she could be led. 
That um, was sure. Go ahead and do a do a hold her hand handling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I thought she was unconscious. Yes, like basically back in comatose. It, well, she's she's mostly, but I mean, she is holding herself upright as she's rocking back and forth. That oh. she was upright. Um, kneeling, but she's so not was, flumping she was, like, over. Kneeling and like she's like, kneeling, but yeah. well, Darmido, why don't you come over and do an animal handling check? I accept that because there's never enough use for that in game. There really isn't. It should have a more broad name. <laughs> handling. Okay. Uh, let's. Well, I'm. I'm okay. It's <laughs> funny. I'm. You know. Sure. I'm gonna handle. And handle her animal. Yep. That's appropriate. Yep. What was it? Sorry, I wasn't watching that screen. Oh, a three. A three. Yeah. So, not so. You can't use animal handling on people. Dang. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> doesn't look. Uh, doesn't look very promising. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to come in on Saturday. Um, <laughs> Those TPS reports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, with that, um, Henrietta bites you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but how awesome would that be? All right. I won't stop, but I will say to Fenris and Valerie, who are the only two left at this point, um, I hear him. You can, and when she points it out, you can all just barely make it out. Yeah, we're yeah. here for him. He's the reason we're here. I want to find him. Well, Faluri's gonna follow you because uh, and she I has she has the the shared interest of you know a mutual target. So um, you're probably you know. Um, you're probably the only person that that she'll follow <laughs> at this point. That makes any sense. No. <laughs> Little Valerie, no. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm just saying. At this point, we're just going to put a pause as the party stands up and takes a few steps away from Henrietta. Henrietta, okay. your mind is on fire. It's a roiling pitch blackness of pain and fear and things clawing at the edge of your perception. Right, as and, I remember it. Which and then not that, that makes it any better. Okay. No, except there now is a little voice every once in a while next to you. Hmm. Yes. Unpleasant. Smells familiar. <laughs> yes. Well. <laughs> I suppose. Now. Show me what you've got. The hag then helps move you away from that as there's almost like this searchlight of pure blinding white brilliance kind of tears through the darkness and it illuminates these writhing demonic figures and they pull back out of the light as fast as they can or burst into into smoldering ash um as some of the beams and you remember this as well when the pillar connection would come 
beaming through and just shatter the darkness. And at one point, the hag hisses and ducks out of the way of it, and you're illuminated for a second, and everything just falls away. And you get this sense of peace and a gentle warmth. And then the light carries on and leaves you just falling back to your knees again, just just wanting it to come back as it's gone off. And then the hag returns to your side. You can just sense her in the darkness, although you can barely see anything. Like you can, you can barely I, see I'm your own hand. I'm probably feeling just like white hot pain constantly during this entire. Like, oh oh yeah, the only thing that the only moment it wasn't in pain was the in the brilliant white light. But even then, your head started to just ache on one side. Um, no. You then end up going with the hag for a little while. Um, and sh- as she sifts through kind of bits on the ground and picks up a, he- uh, a skull off the ground and says, Oh, one of yours, you know them. And then drops it in your lap and you look down and it's this little girl's face looking up at you. are like, Ugh. you drop it on the ground. Um, after a little while, you do remember, um, you remember going back, um, what you saw in the helm, the hellscape a f- briefest flash of the of the fall of of the eye of pelor you you get it you see little bits and pieces here and there and you're trying desperately to hold on to them but it just keeps slipping out of view like that like beam and it's just ever so these swirling moments and you for a second you see you see your target you you see what you remember of the bleeding cathedral stretching up into the hellscape. Uh, At this like, moment, I try to push through the pain and exert control. Because again, I'm like treating this like all the other memories we've gone through, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's my memory, I have some form of control, and I try and slow it down as slow as I can so that we can go through like, like I just try to stretch out this memory so that it lasts as long as possible. For okay. The it in. Roll a wisdom uh, saving throw, actually. Saving throw? Okay. Mm-hmm. 15. 15. For a brief second, it almost slips away like all the rest. And then you take a deep breath. And you focus. And you hum a note. Right. And it carries beyond the darkness something to hold on to. And then you're standing on a hellscape plane before a newly formed mountain. You can see it stretching up almost as these almost like pieces of rock kind of it's almost like it's in reverse because there's this spire of brilliant white light and then around it these the hellscape almost reaching up like these inverse like almost like a reverse avalanche as they snap into place to try desperately to cover it up and not let this divine energy touch more than it has to of this hellish plane um you stand before the bleeding cathedral the spot where the sword of the Eye of Peller was driven into the dirt by some acolyte of, or some one-time ally of, of the Eye of Peller. 
and you take a deep breath and you look around and the hag is about 10 feet behind you. She smiles. Is this what you're looking for? Has like the pain recited? Like, am I coherent? You're coherent. You still have a heck of a headache. But nothing is shifting yet. And when it starts to slip and blur and bleed away from you, you hum that note again. And it's just, even your shield starts to resonate at that particular frequency. Yeah. Wait for it. It'll be coming. Just a little longer. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find that moment where we watched the fall. Or did that already happen? I'm not just super sure about the timeline here. Interestingly enough, we're going to pause you for a second. Beautiful, All right. The, the others now 30... <laughs> oh. combat. You're already in a fight. <laughs> you, the others are all dead. No, um, so the others are, as I'm flipping through, um, walking down the hall, the three of them, um, the three remaining last standing group as they head down the hall towards the, the door at the end. It is this, it looks like a regular wall at first. And then you see this little dark spot in the center, almost like, a, almost like a little hole. And as you approach, it's actually much further than you thought. And it just gets bigger and bigger until you're standing 10 or 15 feet away from, um, it looks like something punched through the end of this. And there's just broken brick and a black gap on the other side. And out of it, intermittently, you hear these little little trumpets or the occasional murmur. As you get closer, you can make out the old man's voice. <laughs> no, but you... Fenris, Darmida, Valerie, you stand at the entrance of some dream gate. It doesn't seem familiar to any of you. What do you want to do? I go through it. Let's do it. Darmida dives through. The rest of you take a a deep breath and plunge after her. While I do, I'm going to uh, just actually use my pearl of power to replenish one of my slots. Sure, absolutely. And I'm going to go invisible because I am not feeling... (laughs) Yeah, all the damage carries over from the previous ones. All right. You go... You black out for a moment. And although... I mean, light or dark it is. (laughs) will depend on whether I'm visible. That's true. Uh, And you black out for a moment and appear somewhere else. And with that, we're going to take a little break. Seems like a good moment. It's a little early, I suppose. Hmm. <laughs> the party wants to keep going. All right, let me just uh, let me just re- replenish my water, and we'll just be two minutes. Two minutes, folks. We'll be back sure. in two minutes. Hey. 
Hey, internet, don't forget, you can always chime in with suggestions and ways that I can mess with the party. It's a dreamscape, so pretty much anything goes. All right, um, well, I'll be back in just about two minutes. Um, I was going to say, oh, I'm still using the funny voice, aren't I? Yes. Right. Are you Oops. potentially doing that? No, no, it's hot key down here. There we go. <laughs> All right, we're gonna I mean, get started I'm new to now. this, but this is. <laughs> All right, so, um, so Henrietta, you have a new item. You have uh, the helm of demons. I'm find that when I wake up, right? Like, that yeah, but you can write it down if you want to, because it's it's bonded to your skull, so you can't take it off. Um, you have the helm of demons and angels. Now, note, I did it in that order, so as to avoid copyright infringement. <laughs> sure, I don't think that matters, but you know, whatever. It's true. <laughs> Our one viewer is going to report but, us like, again. I've mentioned this before, right? We're in a dream until I wake up and actually see it on my head. Well, it's your Hold item now. Stuff. Hold off on that stuff. All right. And, uh, well, we'll see what turns up of Archie eventually. We'll see. Oh, I did want to mention. And so we'll do this as a kind of a flash over to. Ready? And three, two, one. So. As you step into the darkness, oh, all my maps are all messed up. Fenris is now. Oh, okay, give me a sec. I'm going to remap these while I talk. It's all good. It's all good. You're not Bella. All right. Um, that's not Bella either. There she is. All right. I just got to fix these. So, Gordon, uh, Fenris, as Fenris, that's not Fenris. <laughs> it's all messed up. It's all good. We'll get it fixed. I promise. Nope. Yay. Good enough. So, uh, Fenris, as you step through into the Holofans area, and actually just as Darmida goes and then Fallory follows along, you pause for a second and, and take out your Pearl of Power and take a deep breath and you squeeze it and you can feel the energy seep into your body, replenishing those lost spell slots. In your other hand, you find the tiniest little scrap. It was a little piece of blanket. You picked it up almost instinctively, almost as an afterthought, kneeling in the snow-covered back lane that your family once sheltered in. It was almost, it, you almost missed it at the base of one of these little trees, as you came face to face with yourself, you fell over and everyone else kind of scrambled around wondering. And for a second, you could see it underneath and you just reached out and grabbed it. You always wondered what had become of that blankie. But you remember being startled. You don't remember why or the details, but you remember being startled in that back lane, your parents saying, don't ever get caught. You were playing back there and something startled you and you ran inside and you know that you don't remember if it was then or after or before but you you lost your blanket just a little almost like just a little scrap of cloth you would kind of pick at the edges you like the way the the silky edge kind of felt against your fingers you missed that blankie and when you lay there almost comatose for those few seconds you could see it. 
And as you kind of came to, you reached out and grasped it. And as you slipped away, just a little piece, an edge of it, probably not much bigger than the palm of your hand, tore loose in your grasp. You look at it now, and it is your blankie. You can see the edges where you'd frayed and pulled out from the side. But there's also something else there. Writing. Scribbling. You remember your father used to always carry parchment because if you started murmuring and what you would later learn was whisperings and, and the beginnings of your gift, you would, he would insist you scribble them down wherever you could. You don't specifically remember writing this, but you wrote a lot. And etched on the blanket is the beginnings of something that you wrote. This is kind of the first moment you've had to pause and take a look at it. You can make out certain words in the arcane shorthand that your your family and your uncles and your various uncles of your of your um, cult had taught you. Go ahead and roll an arcana check for me. This is a retcon. All right, sorry. <laughs> uh, Twenty-two. Oh, damn. No luck needed there. Asa. Um. Disa. Reto. And there's a few other words uh, from a different line, but part of a longer line. The whole thing only being about three or four sentences, but about half of it is missing. The other part that you can see now that you didn't have before says Prima. And then it's M-A. And then it's torn. This is the beginnings of some kind of spell. In written form, though. So that would, this is a partial spell written down. If you get the other part, it might act as a spell scroll. Okay. Pocket, right. go through. All right. You're following the rest of the group. Um, you step out into a hellish landscape where you see um, a barren hellscape battlefield stretched out before you. You take it in and you see up. Two things happen at this moment. Henrietta, as you're standing there with the hag, she smiles and motions behind you. You turn and you see the same thing as everyone else, but from a slightly different perspective. As they step out of nothing into existence, boom, 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 three of your companions stepping out, probably a good 30 feet away from you. So, I'm. I have not been interpreting this as a, as a sort of physical, I mean, not physical, but like 
a place where Han even is, right? Han is seeing a vision as far as she's concerned. Maybe she looks down and sees herself for the first time. Um, but uh, if not, she's... You are standing. Surprised to see the others show up because... Absolutely. Yeah, it's not the way she remembered it. <laughs> like, it is not. It is... This is, is the kind the of dreams that, that you can interact is with. having the exact experience that she is having because that is how the memories have sort of like been. Um, and that they are also seeing the rest of them. Um, um, you, you look at each other across this gap and then the landscape shifts and buckles and you all kind of catch your footing for a second. And you, you look back and that spire is there still. It's still probably a good quarter mile away, but around you, you see all these shapes begin clawing their way up over the rocks that surround you. A flame-encircled battlefield on a barren hellscape. Next to the hag, you see, you look back to the hag to like figure out what the heck is going on. And she's holding Lulu's hand, the old man form, just standing there, taking it all in. He's kind of worn reddish robes, holding her hand. Where has it, he been, actually? She, you looked, and um, you looked, and she. He, it was just was the hag. He looks again, and right? boom, gone, or uh, appeared. The I hag apparently right? knows where he has been. No, I mean, I mean, I'm watching a memory right like this is the memory that was this was the vision that was shown to me when i put on this helmet and in that memory lulando Tustando and nasuma was there mm -hmm. right so that the like memory version of him where is, is he here is he somewhere you don't see the memory version of of lulu okay, cool. just standing to next to the hag and to and to the rest of your party they're actually kind of between you and the party show up and that different version feels like it is the actual one and not the memory version. This, I can make yeah. that distinction. Yeah, the memories kind of have this almost fast-forward feel to them at no, different I points. I don't know if I can make that distinction because I told the hag not to bring him here. Like, I told her that, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, I just want to make sure I'm having that distinction and yeah. I'm not... The hag smiles know. up at you and says, I promised... He'll be safe. I'm not going to make him see anything he doesn't want to. All right? I'll not make him see anything he hasn't seen. That wasn't the deal. Can I close distance with her? Like, how far away is she? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. You're about 15 feet away from the hag. Cool. Yeah, I just like you know get up in her face. Like I'm not like doing okay. Anything. You rush like, up and get up she, there. And I'm just like you're really staring tall. up at her face and she's looking down, looming down over you, and she just yeah, smiles. And uh, no, and she's nine feet. And uh, yeah. and Lulu, Lulu steps forward, sensing something is like uh, it's gonna. No, uh, uh, Henrietta, yes, 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 I know you. You're you're Henry. Oh, oh, hello. And and takes in the others, and the rest of you are all there now, and, and um. And the hag is just standing there calmly looking at at, uh, at Henrietta being right up in the face. And uh, Lulu kind of looks back and forth and sees Darmita and, and waves. Oh, hello, Darmita. 
Oh. Oh. You. You. You won't like it here. I. I'm so sorry. At which point the hag turns to Henrietta and says, Well, a deal is a deal. And she waves it. Hmm? I'm going to walk up to Lulu. Okay. Hold his hand. Can okay. I get to him? You start getting up to Lulu and the hag says, a deal is a, a, a deal is a deal. At Henrietta. And she waves her hand and Lulu is just. Whoosh. You see just bits of dust and ash blowing away on the breeze where Lulu was. Lulu will be perfectly fine. This, as you say, is for me. And now you. And she casts this look back at Darmida as you approach. And I just look at her and go, I've always wondered what happened to her. Let's do it, bitch. At this moment, the the landscape shifts again ever so slightly, just a little, like a flicker. Uh, And you see more shapes moving in the peripheral. It is now a battlefield. At the center, not five feet away from you, is Lulu and an angel lying crumpled, unconscious, prone, horribly injured. Henrietta, you can tell this is, and you can all tell, this is not the same old man. This is this is definitely memory Lulu. Sure. And an angel next to him. You see yourselves standing in, you see yourselves now standing in defense of Lulu and the angel. You turn as something catches your attention on the outside as first six, and then from another flank, 12, 18, then 24, several different varieties of devils come crawling up, walking up, flying up, circling around. You are surrounded and they begin to creep closer. Maggie, in, in what the distance, you, dis- here? you turn your so head to see. Not con- you're not content just watching things play out how they did. So tell us what you want. Well, cast your eyes there. And she points, and a little bit in the distance, about a hundred feet away, a little ways up the mountain, you see a formation of battered and retreating human warriors. A few celestial types among them disappearing into this portal. This vibrant gate that's there. It looks, it is a way gate. And then the portal snaps closed. Ah. So this is what it was like. When they left you. <laughs> Maggie says down, staring at the angel crumpled below. Next to Lulu. Maggie then looks at you all and says, 
and she begins to go translucent as she says it. Well, we'll see you in the next dream. You may want to not let them take you. <laughs> Maggie has gone, disappeared from in front of you, and the devils are closing in on all sides. What do you want to do? I'll see the initiative for now. I know what I want to do, but I'll. <laughs> I'm going to walk toward the angel and the memory of Lulu. Okay. Trying they to fix on the face of the crumpled. The crumpled angel. You recognize the old man, no problem. Although, even beaten, even... Uh, horribly injured and unconscious still looks more robust than the old man you know um it still looks less old less worn more shiny like even in the battered broken state but then you at the crumpled form next to it Does the it angel wings? both wings Oh, sorry, uh, Lulu? Yes, yes, Lulu does have his wings lying there. Next to him, the angel crumpled the back, somewhat t turned. You, you bend down and nudge a shoulder, and it rolls back, and you see this somewhat androgynous face, bald head, eyes, just clutched, closed, but twitching clutched as though desperately trying to keep out what is coming. Um, roll a perception check for me. All of us are... Just Armida. Everyone else is starting to see these devils approach and like... <laughs> Again. All right, 14. For 14, you can see these, and one of the eyes just ever so slightly creaks open as though to take a peek at the surroundings. And as the lid pops out, you see a brilliant beam of light. This is a creature, a celestial being, a planetar, fallen in front of you, beaten, crumpled, and abandoned and locks eyes with you and you hear a voice just murmur just as it's losing consciousness hold hold them off Nishida roll initiative the, the crumple <laughs> that's toward me Looked at you and called you Nishida. Yeah, I'm gonna really find out what happened to her, aren't I? I mean, it's like you're filling her shoes here, so maybe you don't get to find out anything. <laughs> That'd be a shame. All right. 
All right, while you're rolling initiative, I suppose I'll make me a new map. <laughs> Just in case you feel like doing that. Oh, yeah, that. she's not here. Boom. Yeah, it's only the... Well, you're here, though. So. Just a four of us. I was about to roll for Archie as well, and then I realized I don't have to. Just the four of us. All right. Um, I'm going to work on my amazing art skills. There's not a map for this one, really? Oh, I suppose I could look for that. There might there be. probably is. <laughs> hmm. We made it back to the book, everybody. <laughs> Let's see. Well, yeah, we're back in the book. Actually, believe it or not, there isn't, but I did pull some up. I um, subscribed to a bunch of Patreon people, and uh, uh, if I can remember who they are, I will announce it. But thanks very much to all the Patreons, people that we use maps from. I'm just going to place all of y'all... Uh, I have to reveal some of this map, so one second. Ooh, perfect. It does exist. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are slaughtered fallen humanoids and devils and even a few demons all surrounded and awful and in the middle. Go ahead and place yourselves smack in the middle of that mess. Where's the where's Lulu and the um, fallen angel? Because I would be close to them. You are. Yeah. Just gonna get that. Uh, I'm just gonna. It isn't this, but I'm just gonna use this. Actually, eh, do I have that? Hold on. I might have the old man somewhere. And. Let's just use, um, hmm, what am I going to use for the uh, fallen? Just going to drag this raven. It's got wings for now. Perfect. That'll do. They're crumpled almost side by side. Darmita, yeah. you are very close to them. And everybody else is a little bit away. Wherever you choose to position yourselves, let's dive in. Uh, let's read off the initiative, please, as I finally put this up on the screen. Um, so, if you're watching, feel free to chime in. All right. Um, what do you want to... Uh... All right. You are surrounded by just legion of demons around you at the moment. Um, definitely going to be a fight on your hands. So... Lots and lots and lots of spined demons, or devils, I should say, not demons, sorry. Um, most of them are spined devils as they come swooping over this fiery field. What am I doing I here? I to walk up and look at uh, the fallen angel because I didn't get a really good look to my actual memory, I don't think. So, taking this opportunity. So, sort of was like a few, few, few steps behind. Uh, Absolutely. Like it's not every day you see a beaten and fallen planetar. Yeah. Who is like a, you know, emissary of my god incarnate. <laughs> or something, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Angels, what are they? Who knows? So you see them with shadow, shadow demons? Um, these are actually spined devils. 
Hey, there's a couple of bone devils kind of coming through the gaps as well. A couple of imps just for good measure. Lori's definitely going to write a book about this when she gets back to her monastery. Nice. <laughs> My Time in Hell by Faluri. <laughs> yes. The cuisine was not fantastic. There are no shadows in hell. Alright. That's about enough. Oh, and one of these beasties. Hold on one sec. <laughs> As a DM, don't you just love putting down the enemies and being like, hey, hey, hey. Let's see what you do with this. All right, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to kill you all. Probably not, anyway. Hmm, I don't see what I'm looking for. So lucky you. I'll stop there. All right, you are surrounded. <clears throat> um, what was the order everybody got? Everyone, and then me last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the order was. You got 16. Alright. Valerie, 16. That's low for you. Alright, what do you it get, uh, Gordon? Fenris? Is Fenris with us? <clears throat> oh, there I is. got a 21. Woo! Nice. Dermida. 22. Nice. With the 22. And then uh, Henrietta? 14. 14. Alright. That's a natural ring of fire around this, right? Uh, yeah. All right. That's there strange. are gaps. Nice. There are some gaps, but it is casting light, which could make your life a little more difficult. Mm, yeah, okay. Okay. So you count at a glance at least a, at least a dozen spined devils, and at the very least you see currently four bone devils kind of stepping through the little gaps in the firewall ring wall around you. Uh, all right, uh, at the top of the order, Demita. Uh, and I think this calls for some action music. Uh, so first I'm gonna look at Lulu and basically say, Get up, fight, and then I'm going to Hunter's Mark, which should still be, we're in a dreamscape, so I'm going to guess it's still active. Um, you tell me. Roll, roll, a, roll a D20. Need concentration check. It's I'm a, having a hard time hearing anyone right now. Oh, Unless I get good. hit, it's active for eight hours. Yeah, just do a quick concentration good. check. A con check? Yeah. Okay, just a straight up con check. Sure. If All you're right. a warcaster, you have advantage. I am not. It's not a con save? Just a check. Okay. All 
Unfortunately, it is it is down at the moment. I guess it was just a little too distracting with all the shifting and the bobbing and the shifting landscape. Being just called your mother's name. Uh, you have a save? Oh, it's um, a is it a con save? Not- so yeah, you would yeah, get your bonus save. then. No, the actual save. That's going to be a little bit different. Okay. Uh, so, well, it should be a 12 if you have the yeah. proficiency. If it's over 10, you still have it. Well, I, my, my con save is a save to begin with. Oh. Plus, oh. plus 5. 15. Alright, that is still up then. Your hunter's mark is still up. Okay. And I'm going to say that you, the last thing you put it on has died since, although I don't know that that's actually the case. Oh, what did I put it on? Don't worry about you, it. It's, uh, you, everything died, right? So yeah. Because we won that fight. Like, <laughs> well, actually, one of the things did run for it, but I, you know what? It's up. It's ready to go. What do you want to mark? We can wave the last few turns of it, so it's, it's impossible to know. I will mark... Senor Bone Devil there? Yeah. All right. It, it, the flames, it can, you can pick it out real easy in the dark, uh, in the dim roiling light, and then the firelight bouncing off of this bone white, spined weird um, not, not that it's a spine devil but it's got these, you know, weird protrusions of bone as it comes coming out of the darkness and crawling up the way. Whoa! Whoa that is a crit. Out of the gate. Uh, nice. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just going to do that, and then got my reset, so that's 15. Whew, nice. 15 damage right out of the gate. And then another run at the horse. That's another... Yeah, that hits with a 28. Ooh. Fourteen. Uh, fourteen damage. Nice, nice. That's twenty-nine so far. It is the first round, so you do get your special. And uh, take him out. Uh, that's another. Oh, twenty-seven hits. Eleven more. Ooh. Oh, eleven, fourteen, and then don't forget. Oh, oh, just got the one on the D8. That's sad. But that's so an that's- extra four. So, oh, that's, what was that, 44 points of damage or something? <sighs> oh, that's a pretty good first turn. It's It takes these arrow shots, and thankfully your bow is magical, so you see them piercing it and hitting it, and just like hissing at you as it crawls forward, its tail lashing back and forth. It's, it's It took some damage. It's still looking pretty robust, though. All right, up next, coming. Uh, do you have any move, or uh, you moved a little closer to kind of stand over Lulu, and you used your bonus? Anything else, or is that it? That's it. All right, coming up next, we got Fenris. You're just watching as these spine devils like swooping over the fire, um, almost in little clumps and herds, uh, swarms, as you will as well as those Bone Devils. What do you want to do? I'm going to move <clears throat> closer to the others. Um, probably kind of flank 
with uh, the old man and uh, Darmida. So I see Darmida taking some shots on at, at uh, one of the Bone Devils, mm -hmm. and um, I see them as a greater threat than the little Spine Devils. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so I'm going to. I see. I see the one that she's picking on, and I am going to. Let's see. I'm at sorcerer points. Do I have left? Okay, I'm going to quick cast. Sorry, just quickly. Is there anything around me besides this fire ring? Is there anything useful? Uh, there's definitely like rock a... and fallen bodies. There's bits of armor and swords and weapons. Some of them broken, some of them still good. Uh, all those, okay. re the red, some of them are, there's actually a fallen uh, horned devil right about here. Um, and definitely the the angel and Lulu and the others put up a heck of a fight. But uh, there's some broken, like this is kind of a over on this side um, towards where that bone devil is you can see this old gnarled tree you it's almost petrified it's so old um, you see uh, to the north side you can kind of see where some some rocks are kind of making a little gap within that firewall where there doesn't actually appear to be a bone devil and directly north of where you are you see another little gap uh, that where there doesn't appear to be a bone devil currently. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, right. to the south is the the. It gets more and more hilly. Um, uh, sorry, more and more level, and then to the north it gets more ri rising up towards that tower. That you look back and it's actually gone. There's nothing there. It's, it, it is a rise. But that large scar, the bleeding cathedral, isn't there now. And it's kind it's of weird. There. It was uh, in that direction. Nothing else has changed, except it's not there yet. How far away was that? About a half mile. Due north. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I am going to uh, quick cooking spell cast Enervation on the Bone Devil that... Uh, Dermita. What's with you and enervating bone devils? I feel like that's a theme for you. That, yeah, you did that you the know. moment you walked into hell. You're like, give me some of that. Give me some of that. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. All right, go ahead. Uh, it's a, uh, what kind of save? So or do you have to it hit it? Is, yeah, it's a, it is a, I believe it's a, it's a deck save. So All right. It is, uh, I believe, magic resistance. It is, so it will have advantage on this. Damn. Um, and what deck save? It's a deck save. DC. Oh, that's definitely gonna save. It, yeah. So that's it. The first one was only a sixteen. The second one was a twenty-one. Sorry, bro. Innervation okay. as it sees the and it ducks and it, it, your innervation hits the tree instead that petrified tree as it kind of scooches back out, out of the way of it and your your arcane tendril slams it in instead you get the sense that this tree has been dead for ages and there's no life in it to siphon yeah it, it still takes actually 2d8 damage 
Oh, okay. It it, it just it. arced off of it a little bit. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and make a roll. So it takes 11 damage. Nice. Okay. Every little bit, man. Every little bit. And then with... Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't latch it and stay there. Exactly. Yeah. And so you and get a little, my little piece as it, it jabs it and it's like... <laughs> and it kind of retreats behind the tree and <laughs> interrupts the arc. And with my bonus action, I'll do a ranged spell attack. She'll touch on it. Nice. All right. Uh, and that's an attack roll. So go ahead. Yeah. 16. 16. Misses, probably. It, unfortunately, it does. It misses. Okay. Uh, it's just too, is ducked behind that tree and it just can't seem to get a, get a bead on it. All right, that's your turn. Coming up next, we've got Valerie. Valerie. All right. There's a lots of airborne targets. All right, so the um, the the devils are uh, in front of me. There, they're flying. They're not in the flyer or anything. They're actually above it. Uh, I'm gonna go for for those. All right. So I'll uh, I'll fly to to this one here. Uh, sorry, which Think one? Of... Oh, up there. Cool, cool, cool. So you just leap into the sky. Your wings just whoo, whoo, flying straight at this thing. You uh, you get up next to it. Not a problem. Uh, what do you want to do to it? All right. I want to do an unarmed strike. Do what you do best. Go for it. Make your rolls. Okay, well, that's happening. For the sake of everyone being the aware of the situation, um, what is the lighting situation? Because that's relevant to our party. Um, it is, normally it would be considered pretty dark. Um, just magma. just shy of, of dim light, like into the darkness realm. Uh, yeah. However, um, because of all the fire, something has summoned this fire. It's actually a ring of fire, like firewall. Yeah. I would imagine that it would be bright light personally, like as a unbiased take, because of like, yeah. I mean, a campfire can make bright light, right? Like this is going to be more than that, right? And this is quite a bit like any of the little bits of trees that were here quickly catching on fire. Um, and also the magic of the walls themselves are being sustained by something. So yeah, uh, they were, they were hemming in Lulu and the eye of Pelor. All right. So my first attack didn't go too well. So let's go with the second attack. Uh, their AC ain't great. Oh, a nine didn't help you. Sorry. No. Um, it screeches and it's got this long, like three pronged pitchfork, and it kind of bats you to one side a little bit as its leathery wings and its long spiked tail. Right. So next one is a seventeen. Seventeen hits. All right. Let's go damage. Seven. All right. And I'll take my bonus action uh, for another unarmed strike. These are fairly small creatures. Like, they're not, yep. uh, they're medium sized and they don't seem to be as beefy. Those bone devils are beefy. All right. Another unarmed strike. You gotta be kidding me. Mm hmm. All right, mate, you know. It, it hisses at you and retreats into the wall of fire and back from it. It does not appear to be affected by the fire. In fact, it's hissing and laughing at you as it does so out of your reach, unless you want to get burnt. 
I'll nope. let, if you choose to go in the fire, I'll let you to have advantage. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> just just as, temp- as tempting as it may be. All right, just no. curious, bro. It's all good. I'm just, tr- I'm just helping you. I'm just helping you. Auto hit or buffed. <laughs> all right. I don't have any more attacks anyways. Anything yeah. else you want to do? I, I, I'm out. All right. Uh, that's bringing us down to Henrietta. Yeah, they rolled really? real low. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Henrietta walks forwards towards this fallen Deva. Angel? What are they? What are Deva? No, Planetar. Planetar? Thank you. Are Planetars, like, huge or something? I don't know um, how big Planetars are, but I think they're big. pretty big. Yeah. Um, I guess actually, <laughs> yeah. that is, you know, that's still hard filling. It was a large, I don't know if they're huge or large. There you go. I made um, it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate either. I mean, it's crumpled. It's probably not taking its full It's crumpled up. It's all curled yeah. up. It's going to be bigger um, than that. But... So, just before I do anything, what is it, Hen's, like, understanding of stuff? Because, like, we as a party have sort of this idea that, like, there's this planetar who's the Eye of Pelor, and they, like, did something. I don't think we have the specifics. Um, and that me as a player, I, I believe that's this is them. But I could be completely forgetting or making this up. Um, can can you do a religion check for me? I can super do a religion check. I say very confidently, hoping that I roll well. Seventeen. There's something about this planetar. You you're all pretty aware that because I go up to them right and yeah. the, regardless the head of is big. religion check. My understanding yeah. is that this is. I mean. This is the moment the Eye of Peller was abandoned. And right. the he- and right. actually the uh, reason we wanted to see this is because the Hag wants to see an angel fall. Yeah. Right? Not just like die, but like fall and be corrupted, is my understanding. Absolutely. Um, you can tell that the Planetar is a little bit awake, and you can tell that this is the angel that later becomes the Eye of Peller. But there's lots of blood on its face. Um it's it's you get a look at it, but it just uh, something damn familiar, so damn familiar about this face. You swear to God, you've seen this face somewhere, but it just you can't place it. Yeah, so the DC started, was eighteen, by the way. Sorry, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I mean, not even I, changing I, I that after the fact. I, I was like, me 18. the stuff that I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. You told me the things that I thought that I knew. Like, you're not telling me I don't know stuff that I just said, right? No, you know everything yeah. you said, cool. and there's yeah. something so just taken away at your brain. The Eye of Pelor. This is the Eye of Pelor during their fall, right? So yeah. I go up to them, and I I don't know if I crouch down or not. Like, I get next to their face, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that entails. In this moment, um, it's like knee height. And but yeah. I'm going to assume this is going to be a multi-round action, so I'm just going to start by like, sort of. It effectively is like a consoling thing, like you do to like 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 a child or, or something, okay. or like somebody. And so it's just like this like soft, it's almost like a lullaby that I just like start to sing to this 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 like dying sort of um, angel. Um, and I'll probably have put like my hand on their face. Syntax like, singularity. Said. You know, Shout out to the sidewalk for keeping me off the streets. Hey, Syntax, it's been a while. How you been? Uh, yeah, shout out to the sidewalk. <laughs> all right, we can do a shout out. We can, absolutely. Uh, yeah, all right. Although sidewalks aren't that far from the street, so yeah, you okay, yeah, bro? Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> 
Seriously, though, in this time and age, you never know. So, like, yeah, reach out if you need a hand, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, thanks for joining us. Glad you could uh, glad you could join us. We are in hell, as you can see, and um, yeah. Henrietta is is serenading a a so pallet, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, start planetar. by doing this. Um, it's sort of the same way you might like approach like a wounded animal, right? Where you're like trying to get them to accept your presence before you do anything. So I'm just going to spend my turn doing that, I think. Where okay, I, like, can you do a performance check him. for me? Um, oh, okay. That sounds great. Performance. Uh, 13. Okay. It's a little hard to, you know, get it all right when there's all this hissing and crackling yeah. and hellscape going on around you, but you definitely mm -hmm. attempt. I appreciate that. So I know what I'm going to be doing, but I think it will take time. So okay. like, this is like a slow approach and a crouch. And, you know, like in combat, you're like running around and doing stuff. And I'm yeah, actually... you're just it's almost like you're moving in slow motion yeah, while everything totally. else is all just the ash is falling in slow motion past you like snow. And you just bend very, down very much. and you right. kind of cup so the So it starts the with cheek. a lullaby and it's going to turn into and this pull the head. speaking to them and asking them stuff. But like that hasn't happened yet. Sure. Absolutely. That's cool. it's begun. Love it. it has Great. begun. Thank you. All right. Meanwhile, uh, coming up next, the Spine Devils. <sighs> yeah, this is going to be rough. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Spine Devils. Um, Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> All right. They swarm Fallery. Just all of these ones. Actually, those four. These two come down and just strafe uh, from the west side, uh, from the east side there. They just come in and start strafing and flinging their spines at the crumpled form of the pal uh, of the planetar as spines just hitting its back, just digging into mo some of them glancing off like the, the hide of this creature is is so magically tough and and it is actually wearing armor it is it came fit for war to make war upon hell and these spines some of them glance off some of them dig in leaving wounds um as these spine devils start swarming around uh some of them also fling uh spines at the following people so henrietta you get two flung at you um Fenris, you're gonna catch one, and Darmida's gonna catch one as they go flying towards you and whipping their tails as these spines come at you. So, uh, let's resolve that. Henrietta, two of them coming your way. Uh, the first one hits. Doing. Um, in a momento, I have to look that up. Uh, not much. Only, uh, only, f only four. Sorry, uh, what was the what was the hit chance? Uh, well, one of them was a, I rolled a two, and the other one I rolled a nineteen. So that's right. so going to be the actual modified? Uh, that's going to be twenty three to hit. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, um, so one of the spines makes it through. You take four piercing and three fire. All right, and then uh, Fenris, you only end up with one on you, and it probably missed with a an eleven. As the spine just that, digs into the ground miss. right next to your foot. Uh, Darmida yep. uh, was a 14, probably a miss as well. As you kind of duck under it and as your bow is ready. Um, and then the others, four of them are on uh, Henrietta. Oh, sorry, on Fallery. And they come swinging with their, um, with their, just trying to stab it. With a stab you 
All right. So does 17 hit your AC, Carl? Nope. What about a uh, 19? Yep. Okay, so you take four piercing and three fire damage from one of the spines of the devil. Um, and then the last one is a... Uh, the, se- the second last one was a six. As you duck out of the way of that attack, um, uh, as the pitchfork goes stabbing at your head and you easily duck that. And then the last one came up from behind and got got you pretty damn good as it does... Um, does a 22 hit you? It's a crit. So it uh, Yes. Yeah, so that's going to give you only six piercing damage as it jabs you in the back. Oh, uh, lovely. That, oh, I... Um, sorry, I didn't realize they get to attack. So one sec. Okay, the next one is a nat one. So one of them actually hits his friend. The other one is 17 misses you. Is that right? That's right. All right. What about an 18? Oh, sorry, a 20... Uh, 20, 20, oh, just 20 even. Dirty 20. Yep, that hits. Okay, and you're going to take three more piercing damage from that. And 17 again misses you. So you only took uh, those hits. All right. Uh, Henrietta, I forgot because they get two attacks each, so you're going to get two more at you. Uh, 19? 19 total? 19 total. Okay, that, that nice. It glances off your shield, and the other one is lower, so it just hits the dirt next to you as you're bending down. Um, uh, and it, I don't know. You, technically, they are aiming at the planetar. Do you want to try and do anything about that with a reaction, or no? Um, I think I only get to impose like once. I guess, mm-hmm. right? Like one attack out of the whole volley. It's not like I can apply a shield up for the whole volley. No, but, but sure, I'll, okay. I'll apply a, um, yeah. I, like whatever one is attacking from the side, that would be like my shield yeah. arm, right? Like sure, yeah. it'll, it'll hit my shield. Sure, so this it. one over it's here. for one attack. Yeah. Right? So it's whatever, but yeah, sure. And, oh, it seemed to make the difference at 17 is the, the one barb just comes at it. You block one and then you lower your shield and slap that one out of the ground with the edge of your shield out of the air uh, as it's going at the planetar. Um, you are standing guard over this, uh, this fallen planetar. All right, coming up next, the bone devils begin to close ranks. This one, what is that? That's 60. What's their speed? Uh, okay. Actually, it only gets... One of the Bone Devils comes running up and uh, doesn't get to attack this round, but leaps up on top of the fallen planetar. The body just kind of shaking a little bit. Uh, The planetar is obviously bigger than this large creature as it leaps on top and just rises up to attack it, uh, but doesn't get an attack this round because it's used its move. 10, 20, 30, 40... Um... This one's going to close ranks to Henrietta, and again, used its action to get there. This one, 10, 20, 30, 40, comes barreling down, staring at at, um, at Darmida. And... Um, uh, how far is it from you? Five ten, you are just within reach of its stinger as it whips its tail around and tries to smash you with it. Um, it only gets one of its attacks, the sting. 
And it only do, uh, does an 18 hit your AC, Darmida. Uh, no. No? Okay, so you managed to sidestep as the stinger jams into the ground right next to your foot. Um, it definitely, you can tell, just oozing around at this kind of greenish and blackish ichor dripping off the tail. It is a poison tail attack, just so you're aware. All right, uh, and I believe there's one more bone devil. Comes 5, 10, if, uh, sorry, 10, 20, 30, and gets just within range of Darmida as well. This is the one you have um, Hunter's Marked. And it's going to try its tail attack on Darmida as well. Is a 20... Wait, what is that? Hold on. Uh, 21. That will hit. Okay. Um, so that's going to do 13 piercing. And I'm going to get you to do a constitution saving throw. DC's not super high. Oh, but that roll was. And I'm going to do another con save for my hunter's mark. Because sure. I'm assuming it's different. Yeah. All you need is above a 10 on that one. Ooh, 22 and 21, respectively. All right, you are conning it out. Man, you tough lady. All right, um, so, uh, and actually, as this thing swoops down at you, you hear this, this voice echo in your head. You're not sure if it's actually there or not, but for a second you hear this voice that goes, Yeah, get him. <laughs> Move your foot. Don't stand in one place. <laughs> Good one. And it's just gone out of the corner of your eye. All right, so um, you uh, un you did make your save, but it still means you take half damage in this case. So that is going to be nine points of poison damage. You are not poisoned beyond that, though. All right, you still up? Oh, you got a bit of healing, right? Okay, yep. coming up. Uh, I believe that's all the Bone Devils, or did I leave? Yep, that's all the Bone Devils. Uh, it is now top of the order, Darmida. All right. I'm going to kind of dig my heel in and try to finish him. Just standing your ground. Raise the bow. Make your rolls. Hmm. No, 12 damage. Oh, I uh, see. Sorry. I was misreading hit. that. Uh, so 20, dirty 20 hits doing yeah. 12 damage. Oof. And my second one. 23. 23 hits damage plus uh 16 damage 16 time. nice nice oh eight, 83 still it's hissing it's damaged it's still it actually it from the onslaught of arrows it does take half a step back and hisses at you as though it's like oh that was uh, but it is still up uh, you know about 10 feet away uh sorry 15 feet away from you now uh, oh, actually, it can't move on his turn. It's stuck there. Sorry, I forgot. All right, uh, you're doing some decent damage, though, but it's still up. All right, coming yeah. up. Anything else you want to do? 
yeah, um, maybe. Uh, just sorry. Oh, I know what I'm sorry. I was just looking for one more thing. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. You stand your ground. In fact, you in that onslaught, you took half a step back, and you were literally standing one leg on each side of Lulu's crumpled form. All right. Fenris. On deck is Falerie. Right. I am going to... I see this happening, and I'm going to quick cast Telekinesis. Nice. And first I'm going to target the one that is closest to... Like, the one that uh, Dermida is uh, Hunter's Mark and and shooting. Okay. And I'm going to... So, as a bonus action, try to push it away. Sure thing. 30 feet. Okay. Uh, Make your... It's an an ability check. Yeah, make your ability check. And... You beat it. There we go. With a 13, it only got a total of 10. So it goes so... Just almost pretty natural. Like, one second it's like... "Ah," And then the next is like... "Ah," Flung backwards. And uh, go ahead and roll uh, 3d6 for me. 3d6. Okay. 13. All right. It takes 13 damage as it slams into the tree, the the petrified tree that's right behind it. And some of the branches impale and bludgeon, like stab and bludgeon it as you slam slam it into it. Um, And then it goes a little bit further as you push it back. All right. Uh, That was your quick cast. That was my quick cast. Um, With uh, my, and so now it's restrained, by the way. Nice. Right? So it's caught in my telekinetic grip until the end of my next turn. With my action, I'm now going to target the other one uh, that's close by in front of Darmida. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to try to fling it at, fling it neck, like basically against the same tree, basically. Nice. You just like hold them. All right. It is actually impaled on the tree and like having to try and wiggle its way off. All right, go ahead. Oh, it is Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as in uh, the first Halloween special. I'm gonna basically try to get it to impale on top of it. Nice. You just stack it them like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right, uh, it's probably gonna work because I rolled a a total of nine. Oh, twenty-four. All right, do me a favor. Roll sixty-six. So I just. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, I I'm running low on social points. I'm not going to empower that. Um, I'm not going to let you empower tree anyway. <laughs> no, no, empower tree. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um, that's like but basically, I just like reacting to the fact that like the first one, the tendril miss. I'm just like, oh my! A shadow is just kind of like go over my eyes, so they all they see is the gold, and I just start flinging and flinging the other one as they start to come close. Yeah, it's a black eye and then just a little ring of gold as your iris there. And you're just you're just, you're, you're marshmallow sticking them onto this tree. <laughs> They're the marshmallow. Okay. Alright, so, um, I think that's your turn, right? Or you want to move or you're good where you are? 
I, I'm going to stay close to the others, okay. and uh, that is my turn. So those two All are right. now restrained to the end of my turn. Nice. All right, let me uh, mark that down real fast. Fellery, what do you want to do? All right, well, I'm not feeling so well. However, um, I am surrounded by four... Uh, for the spine devil, so I am. Which one's the weakest one that I hit already? This this one uh, closest to the fire. All right, so we'll go we'll do a an arm strike on that one. Go for it. Roll above a four, dude. Nice. All right. All right. Twenty three. That is above a four. Make your uh, six. Four damage. Ah, that's all right. Every little bit, man. Every little bit. You're right, doing more so than I you can... think. They're not as tough as the Bone Devils. Attacks them again because, well. You give them a kick and it, it stops laughing at you. Hit at 19. That hits. Five. All right. Oh, that one is definitely hurting, but it is still alive. All right, I'm spending a key point, and I'm doing flurry of blows. All right, monks, so. bread and butter, baby. Yeah, maybe so. However, um, get it, be get alive it. To... Oh, 18 hits. Okay, ten damage. Boom! That one you you kick. Your first two hits knock it uh, kind of around, and the last roundhouse kick takes it in the face, and it goes spinning backwards through the flame wall and lands on the ground in a crumpled heap. That one is gone. Oh, you still have the it, second attack. You can go on something yeah, else if you want. Yeah, I'll go with the one uh, uh, to the left there. This is a mid-air battle over a flame wall in hell. If this yep. doesn't save Dungeons and Dragons, I don't know what does. <laughs> All right, nine damage. It's like 90s up in here. It's not quite 70s, you know. I did this in the 90s, so. All right, nine damage. Oof, that is a solid hit. It's still up, but it's like not laughing anymore, that's for sure. It's like hissing at you and flapping its wings. All right, nicely done. All right, coming up next, Henrietta. You you lift the chin of this of this holy creature, this planetar, as its head tilts up towards you. Stay with me. Stay mm. with Hitler. Think of yeah. your devotion. Good. Let your word be your promise. There. Aid others. Protect the weak. I show mercy to your foes. I, I, and and when it speaks, it just. It almost rattles your bones I when this thing. For the record. Yeah. You stayed. When the cowards fled. Hold on to your light. Don't let it go. It is too late for me. Nishida. And it pushes, it lifts, wing, lifts its wing, and this massive wing, it's bigger than your entire body, and it just moves, and you see the glint of a hilt of this bluish steel blade. Um, 
of the long sword, it, the blade itself actually stops just below the hilt, uh, by about four inches below the hilt as it motions towards you. This sword is bigger than your torso. Like the handle is almost as big around as your as your torso, and the, the hilt is as wide as your shoulders, and it pushes it into your grasp. Sure, I take it. You must not let it fall. <sighs> I give you my word. If you give me one thing, tell me your name before you pass. Remember me. For my name was Zeriel. Thank you. <laughs> we did it. We did it, everybody. <laughs> Nice. Right. Um, okay. That's probably my whole turn, but like yep. in that last moment of the turn, I will try my best to heft this sword unsuccessfully. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like one of those like if I can like pivot around and like cock it on my shoulder, like half of my whole body to lift it. Yep. Can I make a strength check or something? Yes, or please, like... please make a strength check. Oh, I can turn okay, this right. off now. All right. Can I use athletics? I love when the music lines up, baby. <laughs> All right, yeah, you can use athletics. Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right, I got twenty-five. Twenty-five. You can le- you can move it. No problem. It's you can't wield it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm like, you can move it's, it's it. It's more like a show, right? It's a show of yeah. good, you know, faith. Yeah. All right. Um, and it's like a wide stand. I'm, it's like this is like a wrestling pose, but I'm holding a sword, right? Like, like it's athletics. It's not. Fighting. All right. So you've got you've got this thing. You're holding it up. You're just like this. I've got this. All right. The whole thing is sl- almost slow motion for you as you as you hold this thing aloft, and then the shadow passes over you. It's a much larger shadow than the spine devils were casting and it just goes just past all of you for a second and then swoops down and darmida fenris i need you to do a dexterity saving throw uh all right darmida with a 27 you just duck and roll at the last second, this large shadow coming right down at you. Um, and then right next to you, Gordon just gets plowed into um, and uh, for, and just thrown a good 15 feet. Uh, you do take uh, a little bit of bludgeoning damage from the fall. Is there any way from the that 27, um, I could try to stabilize or catch him or no? Um... Sure, actually, he gets slammed into and goes flying by, and you dodge and just grab him and just... It's almost like the midair you catch and roll, and both of you just tumble-tumble-tumble. Your own wings behind you and under your cloak kind of absorbing most of the impact. Uh, Neither of you take any damage. Uh, But you are pushed back a good uh, maybe 10, 10 or so feet this way as this large shadow creature, um, not the... not. All right, one sec. It is uh, it shadowy. It is not actually a shadow. Um, and it 
flings you to the side. I'm trying to change its color, but it's not working, so it's not gonna, uh, whatever. This thing with all the multi dots on it lands down. Um, you see these large wings, not quite as big as the planetar, but almost these large white wings as this form lands. Um, and it scoops up Lulu in one hand, looks down at Henrietta and just, uh, Henrietta, I'm going to need you to do a, um, you're staring at the face you recognize instantly. There's a Deva in front of you, large angel creature, woman standing in front of you. And she's reaching out and she's trying to grab the sword from you. Beautiful. You want me to make the legs to hold on? Do you want to hold on or do you want to let it go? She is not a hellish creature. You can, can I tell. recognize them? Like, can I make a religion check in this moment or is it too... too um, I'm going to give it to you. I mean, the planetar's right there. You you look up and it's like a slightly smaller version. 20. Of the pl- uh, 20 to, to, of religion? Yes, this is an actual deva. Um, she's got... Do I know them? Like, can I recognize them from like manuscripts and stuff? Like, is this like, like a named per- like not that I know their name, but like, do I recognize them as a historical figure in the religion? Um, this would mm, a twenty. You you definitely recognize the rank. You can tell by the armor. You can tell by the ve- the the cloak, um, the vestments, and the and the markings and the jewelry. It's a woman. Um, She's got long, flowing, dark hair. She is wounded a little bit. Um, she's got a bad cut over her head. She's seen some rough times. Um, but she is a deva, and she would be of the of um, of the rank of the sles- of the like Pellers kind of. Okay, I know what I want to do. Actually, technically, you actually recognize immediately. She is of the. Watcher, um, a branch of the of the celestial of the Peller group. She is a watcher. She's not a soldier. And you look back at the at the fallen planetar, and you're like, "That's a watcher too." These are both from the Watchers. This is not the army side of things. Right. What are they doing here? Yeah, I know what it, I want to do. Uh, okay. She looks like she can pick up this sword. Like she's like a huge. She's she reaches out. Like, she reaches out her hand, her massive hand and and sees you there. And um, uh, I would like to hold on to the sword and allow myself to be picked up. All right. Okay. So absolutely. So I, she, like, I basically like hold it and step into her hand. I don't know if you know how big her hand is. Oh, it's not quite that big, but she grabs. Right, but you see what I'm saying? Like I, I she grab scooped onto up, the wrist and hold yeah. myself there. And she scooped up the yeah. the fallen old man, um, which yeah. actually you look now and it's in holly form, form again. There's this weird mm. dream kind of back and forth. Okay. She grabs yeah. the sword and you can hold on and she lifts you both. She says, let's see what we can do about getting you out of here. And she leaps into the air and her wings just flap and she is moving. You watched this Deva leave. Darmida, you recognize her. You were just mistaken for her. As your mother, Nishida, flies off clutching 
Lulu the old man, dragging along Henrietta, and flaps, and just the massive wingspan, just carrying her off. The movement rate is, in D&D terms, is really high, so it's going to be really hard to catch her. Um, flying off, taking the sword away from the grip of the... Uh, uh, away from danger. Henrietta's just being dragged right along. Um, yep. And the devils. The sword. I think she needs it, but I will mm-hmm. hold on to my word. Yep, you're just going along for the ride. <laughs> the spine devils, and everyone just kind of hisses, and a couple of the spine devils peel off after her. Um, the bone devils kind of begin to circle around. And it's weird. They suddenly aren't interested in you. They suddenly start, oh, okay, those ones can't move because they're pinned to a tree. Um, but the bone <laughs> devils swarm around and begin binding the uh, planetar in these iron spiked chains. They don't have, like, they're just not chain devil, but they've pulled out these chains and wrapping this planetar up, binding it on the ground. And the spine devils begin circling around and just more and more of them coming. They don't appear to be paying any more attention to you as you watch the deva flying off with the sword. I try and get as good a look as possible from this like unique vantage point mm-hmm. for the for the hag. Um, you look around and you look down and, and you can just make out her form on the slight rise. The flicker of, of the fire ring is what illuminates her face. And as as you fly off, you can see this this rapturous smile. It's one of the most terrifying things you've ever seen in your life on this hag. She's just watching. Watching the deva fly away with the sword. And then she looks down at the planetar being captured by all these devils. And she she almost shudders her shoulders and she's like... <laughs> and... The scene, the light fades. And you're all standing there in the hallway again. In the hallway, okay. Um, well, Henrietta, you're not. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I just expected everyone to wake up or something. Cool, cool, cool. Keep going, yeah. Um, I'm going to pop a potion then. Yeah, man. <laughs> pop a dream potion. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be doing a dream healing word. Or yeah, <laughs> I'm at 19 <clears throat> points. So. Yeah, you're still up though. That's got to count for something. Um, so <laughs> uh. you're all standing there, and the hag is with you, except for Henrietta, who is flung and actually gets the whole journey, <laughs> the whole dream journey of flying Holy over the shit. hellscapes. You'll catch up with her in a second. I just nice. put it on. On a heal. Nice. On a heal. Nice. Good 10 healing points. That's what you need. Um, so the hag looks at you and uh, smiles and says, Well, that was more satisfying than I thought it might even be. Shall we see what happens next? She looks expectantly at Fenris, Darmida, and Fallery, just... <gasps> <laughs> come this far no you've had your fun 
You got what you needed from him. Yes. We've done what you've asked. But did you get what you needed? Do you know where your bleeding citadel is? I could, that's the part that I want to see now. If you, to answer your question, what Darmid is saying, we don't care anymore to see this, the fall of this planetar. We want to see where this location is as your end of the bargain. All right. But I do want to just take a little peek. Don't worry. It won't take long. You don't need to watch. She turns to Darmida and ooh, you are just, how many hit points do you have left? I'm just curious. Um, Can't be that much. With my heel? Yeah. I just thankfully gave myself 44. Nice. You're actually not too bad. All right. Um, I'm under half. All right. Um, darling. It won't be so bad this time. Just watch your step. Trust. Trust, Mad Maggie. I'm beginning to grow fond of you all. She extends her arm as though to, like, offer her arm to Darmida. A handful of red caps step out from behind her almost out of nowhere and kind of just kind of brush you off and clean you up a little bit. It's a little disconcerting. I'll humor her. That girl. She points to another door. This one further down the hall this time. And it is a hole in the side. Uh, no, the last one was a hole in the side. Uh, this one is a... Um, a perfectly spherical door with a, just a tiny little doorknob. It's almost undersized and Maggie nods to it. And one of the red caps goes uttering towards it and like takes three of them to pry it open. And it opens up and on the far side, you can see this vast um, barren landscape of utter destruction, black sludge rising up out of the ground, uh, enveloping the low areas around you. Um, uh, at, at which point uh, Maggie set, turns to you all and says <laughs> don't let the sludge consume you push through come on let's let's have a look find your friend dreams are <laughs> not a place one wants to be alone and so um, can I get you all to do a, to cross the sludginess, uh, you're going to need to do either an acrobatics check or a strength check uh, to kind of get across the, the sludgy piles of terrain to either hop from stone to stone or to just trudge through it. I, I can take us all across. Uh, nice. Oh, okay. And Valerie can fly. Yes. Yeah. Like Bella can fly. Valerie can fly. I can hover. Yeah, you can I just should, I lift. assume I still have telekinesis. Yeah, you right, do. So. so you just and Darmida, and you just whoa, lift up, and the hag's like, hmm, resourceful, nice. And you all go through and um, um, uh, just do a perception check for me, everybody. 
eight, unfortunately. You're busy flying there, Valerie. You don't see a whole lot. Um, as it's, it's a hellscape and you're just going over. Thirteen. Um, you, s- Fenris, you see a little scrap of, of a light, almost white color just floating on the surface or sticking up out of just a little bit of the bog just below you. It just kind of catches your eye and stands up. I'll just kind of lift it up with telekinesis. And um, well, you're focused on keeping you up, but you can do mage oh, hand see. easy enough. I so can you, mage hand then. Yeah. yeah, so you mage hand and it comes away no problem and flickering along. The Maggie is just walking along the surface of this sludge and just right on the surface as though it's just normal ground and the red caps are getting stuck and, and drowning below and like one of them dies behind. Um, you flick this thing up towards you and... And Maggie's a little ahead, so you kind of trail a bit back, and you see this thing. You're like, wait, what is that? You use your mage hand to pull it up, and you grab it. And it's got some sludge on it, so it's hard to tell what it is, but it's a piece of fabric. Oh, well, prestigization the sludge off. And okay. Does it look like the blankie or the it other is. half? Or? It's another oh. piece of it. It's not the. It's not a full half or anything, but it is more of it. And it does, I mean, the wonder of prestidigitation, it does have more of that writing on it okay so the first is what do you said uh, prima prima ma prima ma and then the now, second, what does this one say this appears to be the the next piece um which is the first three words that you heard whispered to you by that um by that shade um is uh uh de no no is is this uh, Reto was the first one. Then it's Prima Materiel. And then the last word or two is da- is is ripped. It only Can looks I... like it's going to be another couple of words. Okay. And it's etched. And it is your weirdest thing is it's your own handwriting. Essa dusa rito prima but it's, it's young, young you scrat like scribbled this with a piece of charcoal. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, you guys um, go past this no problem. Um, you. <laughs> Hold on, I'm reading the book. I'm like, wait, that's not it. That's not what I want. Um, okay, so <laughs> that didn't make any sense. All right, so you um, crest over the hill and you see Zariel now, uh, bound, beaten, both eyes torn out from its face, wings and everything, the, um, the blood of the planetar streaming down, and standing in front is this massive red-skinned devil it it is just like at a at a glance it's at least a pit fiend inside even bigger and it's surrounded by a throng of devils and you can hear this other presence and it just rattles the stones and it's it's positioned in such a way that there's the planetar on one side ringed around and then there's the other um, pit fiend. And then they're both looking up at something. 
And when it speaks, it just rattles the whole landscape and the devils lie prostrate around before this this voice in the in the sky. And you hear the broken vo- tones. Sorry, was that Valerie? Are, are we going to go after him or? <laughs> oh, um, never mind. Just Mad Maggie looks, looks at you and says, hmm, this is it. This, this is the moment. And you can hear the celestial being, the planetar, pledging itself to the eternal battle. One sec. Sorry, gotta find the thing. In Celestial, it's saying, And I pledge myself to the eternal fight. Lord of Marzius, yours always. And at that moment, it begins to hiss and crackle and its skin kind of begins to change. And the voice from the sky, this unbelievably, almost imperceptibly massive voice um, is so difficult to even understand and says something uh, in, in Infernal that those who understand Infernal take as Arise. I of Palor, servant of Asmodeus, you will reign over the first layer of the hells. <sighs> Let Avernus be yours, and Bell, you shall be the right hand. Win my fight for me. Bring me mortals to swell the ranks and crush the demon hordes. And you will be rewarded. And we shall ever fight. And after they say we shall ever fight, the all the devils echo that we shall ever fight. And they, cl- they raise this massive clamor. And you can hear the last voice calling out was the voice of the of the planetar, once planetar, now archdevil. The archdevil that is the Eye of Pelor, once Zariel. And we shall ever fight. The hag motions you all back. <laughs> oh, it is probably best they don't find us here. Come. Come. This way. And she motions off over another hill off to your far right. You go, I'm assuming. And yeah, I... this swoop goes past you all. 
doesn't seem to see you as this deva, almost not making sense in the way that dreams do. Just cut to this swooping deva being harried along the way by a variety of flying devils and a couple of demons too. Um, Lulu is now conscious and fluttering beside in holophant form next to this. You hear this blast of trumpet. And you see this blast of all these devils that were rising up to block this um, uh, Nishida, the, de the deva, from escaping with the sword. You see Henrietta just clinging almost comically, just legs flailing along below this sword uh, dangling from the deva's hand. Um, and uh, every once in a while, a demon or a devil will get too close and, and either the deva will slash at it um, with her own sword, which is a, um, a strange yellowish hilt uh, that looks ve very familiar, although it is enlarged. It's larger than you, you've seen in Archibald's hand. And you see, um, and, and she's holding, um, uh, Lulu's flying on, on his own now. Uh, in Hollyfont form, and in that other hand, the offhand, she's holding this the sword that was Zeriel's sword, and and Henrietta is, is hanging off of that, and her, uh, Nishida's own blade carving her way through the sky, uh, just flight after flight of devil attacking, and after a while, um, just desperate to get away, um, they, a horn devil tackles them out of the sky. Go ahead and do a acrobatics check for me, Henrietta. Sixteen. That is a save. You're going to take half damage as um, Nishida falls out of the sky, just uh, taking one hit too many. Is and you go flying off, uh, flung from the sword. But uh, all of you flung down in the kind of the same vicinity. Uh, the rest of you are busy trying to catch up. The hag floating along with you, just there. And you see them fall. They were flying and then this crater into the sky. They were a good, probably a good 60 feet up when that happened. So, and this is where my homebrew rules are going to come back and hurt you there. Uh, so this is... Um, is this what the dex save was for? Yeah. Was acrobatics. that something else? This is acrobatics to shrug a little oh, right. bit of the damage. It wasn't the dex save, it was an acrobatics. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Exactly. So just this a, is... Sorry, just a sorry to interrupt. Um, yeah. When they fell, how far far away were they from us? The rest of us, like, six, did you say sixty feet? Um, I don't know. Do you want to spend a plot point? I do want to spend a plot point. Uh, so I assume we're no I'll tell on you the what. Sludge. You yeah? no, no. You're up in the air. You're you're tracking along behind. Um, you are. I'll I'll say you're close enough to maybe get Henrietta. Okay. Okay. So Lulu is flying, and the and the angel, the deva, is plummeting. But she's a little bit beyond. She's more like 80, 80 feet or so. But Henrietta, if you spend a plot point, would be within sixty feet. Sure, I'll spend a plot point. I assume we're no longer above sludge or like like having no. to be that high in no. there. You're you guys are only about twenty feet up, I'd say. Okay, because you've been flying um, along. Unless you wanted to walk. I figured we were walking if we're no longer on sludge, but oh, okay. Yeah. Sure, you're trucking um, along, and then you look up and you see them fall, and and you have to time it just right as Henrietta falls to, into range. So go ahead and make your ability like, check to catch her. Okay, to catch her. 
I mean, that's a... I still be flying. That's like a contested thing if I'm resisting and I'm, I'm, I'm not. Like, no, no, you're resisting not resisting. Gravity, I don't know yeah, if there's like... I'm just, there's a threshold to get, get above it. Oh, yeah, you cool. beat that threshold. Cool. Um, it was only a DC-15 to catch her. Um, so nice. you go falling and you're like... Oh, ah, and you go falling down and just like 10 feet above the ground. It's just... That you hang like there. 12D6. Yeah, that would have been 12d6. That might have been it for you. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, you're you're a Probably tank. Not. You're just hovering above this, and you're just like, okay. And um, and you see the Deva hit the ground, and you see uh, Nishida just rolling at the impact and and rise up, and just, she is just wrecked. But uh, all these attacks and everything, you see her kind of rise to one hand, using her own sword to help her up, lights up her own sword again, and she's just looking around. The holly fence sees her fall and whoosh, dives down next to her and hovering next to her. And she, uh, Nishida looks to the holly fence and says, we, we can't keep this up for much longer. We've got to... Huh? And she bats away another devil that comes bashing. They're about 40 feet away from you at this point. Do you want to close or do you want to watch? What do you want to do? I assume we're going to close to help. They're only 40 feet away. Sure. So what's... Darmido, what's there, the is, there is one... Uh, spine devil that's pretty close to, to attacking Nishida. There's about... Eight, uh, you know, eight of them and a, and two horn devils. Yeah. Um. So, I, I'm guessing I just lost my hunter's mark. So, uh, I have my boots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Would this be considered a new battle? Yeah. All right. So with my boots i have an extra 10 feet of distance so i'm going to go um uh, where the hell is the oh it's the same as my walking speed so Mm -hmm. three five fifty fifty uh, feet, which yeah. close me to. Yeah, you can get right up into it. Yeah, you'll be right up in there. Yeah, I'm going right up and f- like uh, far enough away from him uh, that I can still shoot him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to take my attacks on him on um on the um horn devil on the horn devil going after my mother absolutely so uh Believe make your attacks i mean she's a dream mommy but she's still my mommy yeah it's weird you've seen the what became of your mother the undead yeah thing a miss uh what was yours with a 16 on a horn devil yeah Assuming that's in this. Yeah, that's probably. Uh, yep, that is a miss. Just to use my um, my uh, ability mm-hmm. uh, to my stalker's fury. 
flurry. Oh, sorry. Stalker's flurry, not fury. Um, what? Am I the only one who can't see the map? Uh, I blacked it out. Um, I'll All show right, you in it. just one second. No, no problem. No problem. Hey, I thought it might have been a roll 20 thing. So. Mother effer. Okay, well, that definitely misses. The two arrows whoosh, whoosh, past the horn devil does, however, get its attention as it looks back at you. It says, and it's not. Uh, in a, in a, um, infernal, it called out to its friend, its uh, allies, the spine devil says, Look to the rear, there's more. Uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, move yourself down to the app map. It's just a little bit south of where you were currently. Um, a 17? Hit it? Uh, 17? Um, actually, with this, you have advantage, because uh, actually, the very first attack, you would have had advantage. I'm sorry. So go ahead and oh. re-roll that very first one. Second one, no, but second one definitely still misses, but you have advantage on that first one. They do not see you coming. Um, so the 12 was a re-roll. The, the one was, so would I... That was my re-roll, because I've got my Stalker's Flurry. Oh, okay. Well, you'd re-roll your very first attack. So you still have your... You still have one more attack, basically, that didn't miss. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, and I very much could be. I should have two more. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, totally confused here. That's okay. Um, so I missed with the 16... I used my ability to re-roll, and I got the one. Mm-hmm. Um, so so th- both of those should have been an advantage. Yes, that's true. So yeah, I mean, go ahead and roll two more one, times. Yeah, one way to think of it, Bella, is that you the 16 and the 12 are your advantage. Yeah. And then your stalker's flurry is a 17, so your first attack is a miss. You have two mm-hmm. more attacks. So I have two more attacks. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. And Do this not keep the it, advantage on Stalker's Fury? You might not, I'm not sure. Anyway, oh, I don't know. Roll, roll yeah. two more times. Yeah, roll two more times. Uh, okay, so... 20 that, does hit. 27. 27 definitely hits. And then the second one will be a... This one's just straight, though, but yeah. It doesn't matter, it's 22. That Both of them hit. Um. So that's... 10, 16 plus my D8, uh, 20, 20, yeah, 21. 21 points of damage. Just this horn devil is swooping in, uh, kind of getting real close to your mom as she's standing there on the, on the ground, the holly front next to her. And all of a sudden, turns back its massive leathery wings and motions you says circle we will take it as a prize uh and 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 look at my mom in the eyes she looks at you and she and she literally drops her sword she is so like and she looks at you and she's like Darmida? How are you? Pick it up and fight. 
And the old man, uh, the old, well, the hollyphant next to it swoops down and grabs the little yellow hilted, the, the large yellow hilted thing and starts dragging it towards her. And she, and she motions, she says, use it. And the holo, and the hollyphant kind of, um, um, just holds this or uh, this sword, and she turns and she ignites the blue blade of Zariel in her hand. And she's like, "I'm glad you're here." At the end, hold them off. I don't need much time. And she looks back at Lulu. And you see the Hollyphant morph into um, like a smaller Deva version. Polymorphs into that, holding the, the, the yellow sword, ignites it. We're going to keep the same order from the last one just to save some time. You have one round. You need to buy them. That was your surprise round. Darmida, what do you want to do? Oh, um... Then I will bonus action cast uh, Hunter's Mark at a third level. Mm-hmm. And I will take my attacks. I'm just going to make a very large. That one is the Bone Devil. All right. Um, there's how many of them? Uh, there's one Bone Devil and... Uh, actually, that's that appears to be it for now. The rest of them are all kind of keeping range and circling around. There is more coming. There's like a legion of them coming. The sky with all these flying devils is making its way here, but this one is right amongst uh, you, but the rest are on their way. Um, so I don't have advantage anymore, I don't think. No. 23. 23 hits. 11. Okay. And then the second attack is a... You just give your mother a nod and you're like, bow up. First shot strikes true. Second shot critical. Bam. That one just... First shot hits in the shoulder. Second shot hits it right below the right eye. How much damage? Doubled as well? Or Mm -hmm. just... Yeah. The um, crit is already. Oh yeah, the D six is doubled. Yeah, totally. Yeah, D six gets uh, doubled. That's yeah. <laughs> twenty eight total. Uh, twenty nine total. Oh. Ow! 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 That's oh sixty one. Ow! Yo, that's a good shot. It's still it's a beast. These things are tough. You remember from when they swarmed you earlier? Coming up next, Fenris. This is the only one closest to us. Close, in immediate range, yes. And I just need to buy a little bit of time, huh? Mm-hmm. And, and Nishida, this Deva, looks at you as you say that. She says, yes, I won't need long. Fine, I'll give you the time you need. Bonus action, I'll use my last sorcery points, and I'll summon the Hound of Ill Omen next to the, in front of the Horn Devil. Absolutely. And as I've done once before, just uh, a shadowy mist just starts to come wrapping around the horn devil. All right. Uh, and, and it gets uh, a save, if I remember correctly. Uh, 
intelligence save. Not with advantage. Oof. Not with advantage. No. Oh. oh. And anybody want to spend a point in the can audience? Can I spend a luck point? Can you, I spend my last luck uh, point? I don't think luck is technically true. No. Actually, I never spend them. I have um, not. Spent you know what? Like Darmida, because of the moment, and I love that moment so well, she's spending a plot point, and you are spending your luck point to make them re-roll. Is that I fair? Mean, so almost like as if it's at spending the rules a okay. little. Exactly. All right, all right. It's a bad. That's literally what luck does. It is, or but that's no, usually casual. only luck attacks. Doesn't do that. Not usually on saves. It's attack rolls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I will. I'm going to let it go because that was such a clutch moment, and you're spending the plot point. Now we calculate intelligence, you say. That is the one it's actually not phenomenal at. Wow. That is a 10. It fails. Okay, yeah. I didn't think it would pass with a nine roll, but. Uh, well, okay. the rest, every other save is plus seven, so might oh, have. Crap. <laughs> oh crap. Intelligence was the only one. Okay, Strength so it takes. Save. Oh, it doesn't have con either. Takes 12 damage. All right. But it is restrained. The The shadows form around it, and there's all these. Amidst it is the Hound of Ill Omen, but there's all these maws and wolves and numerous amber eyes just encircling it all around it, tearing at it, biting at it. Nice. Absolutely. All right. Is that a concentration spell? It is, so I drop yeah. my. Cool. So it's just like a you fall the last ten feet. The last like three feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's ten actually. (laughs) That's okay. You. Um. All right, Fallery. What do you want to do? So, with that going around them, can I? I can. Can I close in and do some stuff, or if I close in, do I get affected? Uh, you you can close in. You can't even see it. It's in its head. It's, yeah. it's, it's translucent. You can kind of see something there, but that's it. It just looked like wisps of shadow encircling it, and it's like reacting. Um, what do you want right. to do? I'll move in, and I'll do uh, two strikes. You have nice. an advantage, by the way. Excellent. So let's go with Talon. Uh, first one is... 21. That's a hit. That's uh, seven. <laughs> All right. And next hit. Um, you guys have done good. 80 points of damage to it. Do you want to... Um, you got, got any surprises for us, Monk? I will use... Uh, well, this second attack, do I have advantage on the second one? Or? Mm-hmm. It, it's restrained, so all your attacks have advantage. All right, so well for the first one, I'll put this. I'll use a key point and do a stunning strike. Sure thing. Just flies in that whack. And that's oh. a con saving throw. Oh, oh, that is only a ten. It is stunned. <sighs> All right, and I will use another key point to do flurry of blows. 
So, because I, I don't think that a 14 hit, hit him, right? No, 14 misses. Yeah. So, let me. You're tough. Three. You hit it technically, but your hand is like hitting a rock. Well, it's not a 14. It's when it, you oh, it's 23. Advantage, right? Yeah, that's right. 23. Yeah. yeah Almost is it 23? Okay, yeah, so you that would all your too. attacks have advantage. Yeah. All right. So, then let me roll the damage for it. I'll still keep the rolls for the sorry, yeah, blows, but the yeah. previous damage was another seven. Nice. Um, then twenty-six for. Yep, that hits. Sorry, blows. That'll be six damage, and then the last hit for flurry blows. Natural twenty. Oh, nice! All right, double this dice, whatever you roll. Just the dice, though. Oh, nice. Uh, so that is a six, What's which this? is a 12, yeah. plus three is is a 15. Whew, that is a big, big round. Bam. Oh, that's, that's 118. This thing is just <laughs> stunned and immobilized and restrained and just being beat on by the Fallery wings just flying all over the place. Um, Others are fucking shrieking everywhere. Absolutely. So while there's this madness going on, um, Henrietta, what do you want to do or say? You know me too well. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I let go of the sword at some point, mm-hmm. apparently. Well, you fell off of happen? it. Well, you got knocked into the sky. I was holding sky. on to it. I, I was yeah. like, knocked off or something. Yeah. I lost yeah. my grip. Yeah, you lost your grip. So okay. you're nearby. <laughs> All right, cool. And um, she cool. is now holding the sword ignited. This yeah, bluish yeah, blade. Yeah, yeah. Grimder 333. Thanks for subscribing. You rock. Grimder 333. said. Waz nerds. Hey, Grimder. How's it going? Good to see you. That's Philly, guys. Grimder333 just subscribed with tier one. Oh, love. Thanks so much for the sub. I appreciate that. Thank you so yeah. Much. yeah, that's awesome. Thanks very much. You're here right at the end as Henrietta turns to Nishida and says, yeah, I, I hold out my hands like both because I need to use like the. And I look up at her and I say, Please hand me the sword. This may just be a dream. But I made a promise. I'm sorry. I can't give it away. I have to put it where none of these creatures can get it. Show me. And I'll protect it. I'll follow through on my word. All right. And she locks eyes with you. And she says, you will be able to find it when the time is right. Right. She raises it above her head, blade down, jams it into the earth. And the whole, the whole place has a shockwave. You stay on your feet, but it's just barely. And the blade starts, the blueness of the blade starts scrawling along the ground taking over the the just shoving the the awful um earth of hell away and in its places this bluish crystalline cathedral starts growing up around 
around all of you. It's slow to grow. And you can see Nishida just raise this scream like, ah! and, um, and uh, Lulu next to her raises it. And you see the old man almost comically has this, this elephantine snout and just joins in the scream. And um, Nishida just falls to her knees. She says, it's not, it's not enough. And Lulu says, I and reach, reaches behind Lulu's self with the yellow blade, the sun blade, and just slices off one of his own wings. And it, and then grabs it and wraps it around both Nishida and the blade. Um, and the, all of a sudden there's this massive pulse. All of you and them are just shunted. And it's one of those things where you're suddenly pushed and your own bodies would have been flung. And certainly the um, Nishida was flung one way, Lulu's body was flung the other, and you're just standing there in the dreamscape and the, the whole cathedral growing up in front of you. And then the land just trying to cover it like a scab. You see the bleeding cathedral in front of you. You watch Nishida go over there and be just swarmed by a whole bunch of more devils. And over here you see Lulu flung and you just see into the sticks, the red liquid just swallowing it up. And you see it come paddling to the surface for a few seconds, getting a good snout full of it and then struggling to the edge of the river. And you're all just standing there like, Okay. And Lulu and Maggie are standing next to you again, kind of almost hovering a few feet off the shaken ground. And Maggie is just kind of chuckling, and Lulu sits. The, the old man takes Darmida's hand, gives it a squeeze, and says, <laughs> I, the sword, I know where it is. And that's where we're going to end the night. Or devil get pushed, because it does take 10 die, 10 <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it, yeah, it just gets, yeah, no, roll your 10 d10. Do it. It, it. it totally got shoved by the blast of the sword. Just shredded. All right, takes another seventy-five. <laughs> that did it. <laughs> nice. I'm back. All right. So that is uh, that's that round. Uh, you all wake up after this, and we'll do that next time. So that'll be hopefully <laughs> next Thursday. Thanks very much for playing, guys. And we went a little bit long. I'm sorry about that. But uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And thanks very much for watching, Internet. And uh, thanks so much for the sub there, uh, Grimdor. And Syntax, take care. Take care of yourself. Take care of everybody. And uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, please, you know, give us some love and, and share this around and um, and join us for live games if you want to have a say in things. Any, any more shout-outs or uh, messages? Syntax Singularity said, you too.
Yeah, take care, eh? All right, um, before we go, we do uh, always like to take uh, viewer suggestions or player suggestions for titles. So what do you guys think that tonight's title should be? I don't know, but I like the song. Um, <laughs> not the title, though. Um, Grinder 333. Ooh. Swords to plowshares. That works, actually. That works nice. Mm -hmm. oh, Swords yeah. to plowshares. All right. Very Magic the Gathering. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. All right. Fantastic. All right. Thanks very much for watching, everybody. That's going to be our title for the night for sure. We'll be back in a week. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, be safe yep. out there, everybody. Darmita learned more about mom. You got to fight alongside your mom. How awesome was that? I was just like, is this really going to happen? Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And Lulu got the sword. So last you saw, that Sunblade went with her. I love it when it's... To, to quote the A-Team, I love it when a plan comes together. I couldn't have planned that. <laughs> I gotta ask, um, it might be a next week kind of thing, but if you have something prepared, does Dermita learn anything from this? Ooh, good call. I feel, like, I feel like this is a Dermita learning something situation. I, I think it was, and I had something planned if she'd gone into her door, but I don't have a plan for this. I think, I think I'm gonna have to think about that. Uh, internet you're welcome to make some suggestions too like what did she discover like her history was definitely uh on there hmm good point i think we'll check that out next week all right, all right. thanks everybody give you time to thanks so much for it. tuning in we <laughs> try to record all of our games as much as possible whether that's dungeons and dragons or Shadowrun or another tabletop role-playing game just a quick side note about all the licenses and copyrights involved our music is all creative commons attribution music on our live stream video feed or youtube replay or twitch vod we always attribute each individual artist so be sure to check out those individual artist attributions lots of love to so many people who make their work available so that we can do what we do so thank you it influences our game it makes it immeasurably better so so much appreciation for them let's not forget the makers of the game Dungeons and Dragons is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. They own it. They make it available to all of us to play, and it's wonderful. We are in no way affiliated with them, and nor do they endorse this podcast, but we are very appreciative. The other game we often play is Shadowrun, which is Catalyst Games. And again, we are not affiliated with them, and they do not endorse us, but we really appreciate their game, and we hope you appreciate our game. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube, and watch for those live games once we're streaming them out. And of course, we do accept suggestions for names, so please hit us up on Instagram and name our stuff. All right, thanks so much. I'm Todd, and this has been SideQuest Live. We'll see you again soon.